Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. We're here after a Sox win, and this is the first time that Socks on Tap has been recorded with two of us in the same place at the same time. I am joined by my dude, Johnny Nani. Johnny, how you doing? Dude, Buzz, I'm doing great. It was great to watch the game with you in the Buzz Cave. Obviously brought him a win, so we're going to be doing this a lot more. Yeah, we're 2-0 and in the Buzz Cave. We are. That, I mean, this is something that I think we need to keep going on. So if people want to donate money for our beer cause to keep the beer flowing to the buzz cave so Johnny can keep coming over, we can keep crushing beers and making beer towers, just let us know. We'll start a GoFundMe or a uh, Patreon or whatever you call it. Yeah, we were cracking them and stacking them all game. Obviously brought good mojo for the White Sox today as they took this one by a final of 7-2 to two buzz. What was your favorite part of the game? James McCann, hands down. I mean, between him and Nova for me, um, because you know Nova came out and pitched a hell of a game. But James McCann, I mean, how do you how do you not say that in five at bats with four hits, that's not your favorite part of the game? He had a couple crucial hits. Yomir hitting a home run was really cool. Um, but James McCann, player of the game today, hands down, and it was really great to see Nova get our uh, our bullpen a break. We didn't have to go through a lot of our bullpen, so that was really nice seeing Nova pick up the win here, moving to two and three. On the year, he pitched six innings with five hits, one earned run, three walks, and three Ks. He did let up one home run, but I think as soon as he let that up, he let up a single, and then he was pulled. So, uh, But great outing from him in general. What was your favorite part of this game? Yeah, I got to second it and say James McCann. It's hard not to. He was outstanding today, not only at the plate, but he made an outstanding play in see, the sixth inning was, yeah okay the yeah, sixth the inning play. on that double play oh my god like he just runs over to third base to cover and runs down vladimir guerrero jr which was hilarious by the way because he's in full gear full gear yeah, johnny full gear. that he was full gear yeah full gear solid yeah so that that was uh just another highlight from uh james mccann on the day just a banner day for him obviously like you had said on the pitching in front nova that's big going six i think we've kind of expected him to get chased after like four in the fifth inning there so going all six evan marshall kelvin herrera alex calamata lock it down so um that, that was a fun one to watch yeah another positive was yoan mancada uh drawing two walks today and getting a hit um you, you know, his plate his plate vision is just, I mean, improved tenfold this year. I mean, we can go on about Yoan Makata's year and, and, and Tim Anderson's year, but the real MVP today is 100% James McCann. Um, it was good to see, like I said, it was good to see Yolmir reach, uh, you know, reach out there and get a, uh, a home run drive into Charlie Tilson with another hell of a game today as well. Um, I'm just, this is like the games where you sit here and you're like, man, this team can do it. This team can do it. If it has good pitching behind them, and they're hitting because Marcus Stroman is no slouch. He's not a bad no, he's pitcher. Not. And uh, we, we took him to town today. You know, we, we really did. And uh, I was very excited to see that. Like, if we had consistent pitching, this 17-21 and 21 record, would be, it'd be a little bit different. Yeah, definitely. It definitely would be. And you talk about Stroman there. Obviously, no slouch. Hasn't gotten the run support from the Jays this year. I believe that's his sixth loss now yeah, on the season. Yep. So he went six and a third, eight hits. Four runs, three earned, no walks, struck out four, gave up that home run to Riolmer. So 
it was good to be able to touch a team's number one guy. That is big for the White Sox, I think, confidence-wise going forward. Um, good to see Charlie Tilson. I know the infield was pulled in on his two RBI double, but that just helps increase his confidence going forward, you know, after being called up. So that that's huge to see. Obviously, Adam Angle wasn't getting it done. What was the thing that you pulled up comparing Tilson and Angle's numbers, Buzz? There was a stat that it was um, in 20, oh, man, it was like t- something like 26 at plate appearance. It was like 11 hits or something. It wasn't 26. It was something else. 26 games, 11 hits for Adam Engel. And then, like, in the whatever games that uh, Tilson has played, I would have to find that, that stat again. But it was like he had eight hits already, and it was just in uh, – a lot less games than Angle has played in. And we saw this with Cordell when he came up. He was hitting hot, and Tilson's hitting hot right now as well. But, I mean, I think that you see that these guys are more MLB-ready than Adam Angle was. And I, I know Adam Angle's 27. I know he's had his flashes in the field and stuff like this. But these guys make the White Sox better. Yeah, absolutely. That is big for us, having Tilson actually produce as soon as he comes up. So I I do agree with you that we do need to take it with a grain of salt because Ryan Cordell's first stint earlier this season, you know, he hit a home run in a clutch situation at Cleveland very early on. And then, um, you know, it was kind of quiet from that span in between then uh, and now. So I pulled um, up the actual stat for you, Johnny. It was Charlie Tilson hits in five-plus games is eight, and Adam Engel hits in 26 games was 11. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you, you can just tell uh, it's time to be done with the Adam Engel experiment. Uh, very nice guy, great in the field, obviously, but you got to have a bat at the major league level. We absolutely need it, so it's good to see Charlie hitting. Absolutely. And, you know, like I was very impressed by him. Another, Just uh, not to put a damper on things here, Johnny, but are you done with Yonder Alonso batting cleanup yet? Oh, done batting cleanup, yeah. I, I had said on Sox on Tap last night with Tony that Yonder, they should have just given him today and tomorrow, Sunday, off. Just let him clear his head and then maybe come back against Cleveland and DH or something. So, you know, he like I said, just clear his head. Uh, those kind of numbers get to you, especially a veteran guy. Uh, he knows that he can do it. He has the power, the pure raw strength, obviously, to hit the ball out of the ballpark. But he's just not seeing it well right now. Uh, I would have liked to see someone else just in that hole today. I don't know if Wellington Castillo would be the answer there, obviously. Ah. he's His numbers are just as bad, so maybe not that. But, you know, Jose Rondon uh, came in, and he was a pinch runner for him. So that may have been an option. Obviously not hitting the four-hole, but, you know, uh, just things to look at lineup construction-wise. Um, I, I think Yonder Alonso just needs a couple days to clear his head. I agree with you. He, we know he has the power. Like, we know that. Um, but it's just whatever he's going through right now, it, it's just not working in the cleanup spot. I mean, he's batting 168. His on-base percentage is very alarming, along with his slugging percentage. His on-base percentage is 278. His slugging percentage is 320. We don't need that in the cleanup. Um, point blank period. You don't really want that anywhere in your lineup, obviously. But uh, I will say one thing about the game today. Uh, Jose did struggle a little bit. He had three strikeouts, which is very rare for Jose. You know, he's just, I always like considered Jose Abreu to be a smart hitter, and I just think he struggled a little bit today. Obviously, the job was done. The W was picked up, so I don't want to nitpick too much. But him and Tim Anderson did combine for five strikeouts. Timmy did have two as well. 
but uh, he did draw a walk. So, which was nice. He did reach base at least once. Yeah. So you know why Jose Abreu struggled today? Why is that? Because I picked him as my pick to click. So. Oh, no. Nah, don't be <laughs> one of those guys that you pick him and he does bad. Oh, uh, that's how it just worked out today. So See, whatever. That's our... You know what the thing is? Jose has been, you know, you look at his numbers over the past two weeks. He is on fire. He had like oh, 15 RBIs, um, five home runs, something like that. So he'll be back. It's, I, like, I... it's like our dude Chai Sox MKZ, Tony Marchese. He always picked, like when he picked against McCann, and I had to text him immediately and be like, hey. What's going on with your boy? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you're the opposite way. When you pick them, they don't do good. When to, or you know, when to, well, no, it's, I guess it's the same way. When you pick them, they don't do good. When Tony says they're not going to do good, they do great. All right, I get it. I get it. But uh, yeah, so uh, overall, I was very happy with the game. Colome came in. He did let up a triple in uh, by a misplayed ball by Lowry, uh, by Lurie. But it's okay. We still picked up the W. I'm not going to nitpick too much. I'm done with my nitpicking. It was a good game. Um, 135 total pitches thrown for the White Sox pitching staff, which is a good thing. And, uh, you know, the W was picked up. Anything else that you have for today's game, dude? Uh, they went four for 13 with runners in scoring position, oh, which beautiful. is good to see. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays went 0 for 7, and they left 6 on base. White Sox ended up leaving 10 on base, but the 4 for 13, there we go. I will take it. Uh, Charlie Tilson coming up in a big spot there to add those uh, insurance runs. So Absolutely. That, that, that's just my biggest takeaway from today. And then obviously Nova, good to see him bounce back because, you know, people a couple of weeks are talking like, oh, is this guy going to get DFA'd or actually just calling for him outright to get DFA'd on the spot. So uh, good to see him bounce back. Like I had mentioned on yesterday's Socks on Tap, he's a little bit of a roller coaster himself, but I think this whole team in general you, just, you would just like to see him pick up the consistency yeah that's what you know he has the stuff to be an effective lower end starter you just need to see him pick up the consistency so we don't have these these outings where he goes out and he lets up four home runs three home runs and you know a bunch of runs in between walking guys he did good he did really well today he played a great game and i was very happy to see that because we needed that you know um obviously everybody knows what our our pitching woes are at the time so um Going into tomorrow's game, we have Lucas Giolito going up against Aaron Sanchez. Giolito has been fantastic as of late. His last three starts have been very good. Um, He's lowered his ERA to 4.06, which is awesome because I believe before he left with that hammy injury when he was really starting to get his stuff back together, he was above 6. So he's coming in with a 4.06 ERA, uh, 25... um, 25 hits and 31 innings pitched, but 38 Ks. He has raised his strikeouts this year from what we saw last year, Johnny, which is awesome. And in with that being said, it, I don't know if you saw that article from NBC Sports Chicago, but he's got a new throwing motion where he's throwing the ball more but you know, behind his head. So, I mean, it must be working out for him. And uh, going up against Aaron Sanchez with a 3-3 three and three record, 3.21 ERA, um, 35 strikeouts and 42 innings pitched. I'm not too scared of this guy, and especially when we have the momentum behind us. Yeah, you talk about Lucas Giolito's new motion. It is a lot quicker. He's not dropping the ball down as low, and then you said kind of throwing from behind his ear a little bit. So that helps in just his mechanics, shorting them up so he can be more consistent with his pitches, and then also hiding the ball. So it's hard, tough for the hitters to see. So I, I am impressed with Lucas Giolito's mechanics in that regard and then like you had said the past couple outings have been excellent for him so let's hope that continues tomorrow 
Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping so. I'm going to take my pick to click for tomorrow. I uh, My pick to click tomorrow is going to be Tim Anderson. And I don't pick Tim a lot because I feel like he's the easy pick. But I do feel like him drawing that walk today, he did look decent. I know he had two strikeouts, but he did look decent in the batter's box. He was taking pitches, like, you know, look questionable at, at times. Because the one strikeout he got, if you remember, and I think that was the fourth inning, that was ridiculous. It was way low, and it was way outside. It was not even in the strike zone. But I'm going to pick Tim Anderson tomorrow. Um, for my pick to click, and I think the Sox take this game, and I think they're going to take two out of the two out of the three here from Toronto. Yeah, I think there's good vibes rolling over from today. Just a nice all around uh, contributing, you know, from everybody. So th- that's big for team confidence. I do think they win tomorrow. I had actually predicted them to lose today. I just thought that you know Nova may be a little off the rails just based on his inconsistency. You're totally so, fair in that assumption. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's totally just fair. what I was basing it off of. But um, looking ahead to tomorrow, my pick to click is going to be Charlie Tilson. Okay, uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to go with it. He, he's, he's in that vibe right now. And, you know, he may drop off in a little bit. But as long as he can carry this on for a little bit longer, uh, it's at least encouraging for White Sox fans. Oh, absolutely. I, I love the pick. I love the pick. So there's a couple announcements I want to get out of the way real quick. On May 16th, it's going to be the Chai Sox Weekly, which is a part of the ONTAP Sportsnet tailgate at uh, the rate. Johnny Nani is going to be hosting. It's for Northwestern night. Uh, you're going to have all the guys up there. I will try to make it up if I possibly can. That's my goal for Thursday. Um, but it's going to be Northwestern night with special guest White Sox Dave uh, from Barstool Sports. Um, Johnny, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what this tailgate entitles and uh, what we're looking to do there. Yeah, so it is Northwestern night, as Buzz had mentioned. Our guy, Shy Sox Janda, on Shy Sox Weekly is a huge Northwestern fan, along with White Sox Dave from Barstool Sports. So we are throwing a little themed Northwestern shindig out in Lot B. We'll try to set up on the grass. Um, me and Patrick Comiskey will be getting there and blocking off some spots early on. And the tailgate will officially start at 5.15, so feel free to come out uh, right, right away then. It's BYOB. We'll have some, but, you know, if everybody brings some, the more the better. Um, We'll have, you know, music, bags, uh, baseball talk, obviously. And if you come out early enough, you may win yourself a free Crack'em on Tap Sportsnet koozie. Oh, fantastic. And if you have not seen the Crack'em on Tap Sportsnet koozies, they're pretty awesome. Um, I, I love them. Johnny designed them. They're super cool. So be sure you're going to hit that tailgate up on Thursday, May 16th. Hanging out with the ONTAP Sportsnet guys, hanging out with White Sox Dave from Barstool Sports. I'm sorry, and it'll be a it'll be a great time. Um, other announcements: I will be at the game for sure Saturday. I it's my um my cousin's bachelor party will be at on the patio deck an hour and a half before the game. Johnny, I don't know if you ever heard of this, but it's free beer and free food for an hour and a half. Yeah, I You've actually seen did the it damage once. I could do. Yeah, it's very dangerous. I don't know where I'm at. But that will be on Saturday, but I will be there Saturday hanging out with people. I'll be in Section 104, so come on by, hang out, or if you can't get down there, I'll go up to you, whatever. We'll have a nice time, have a couple beers. I will actually be there, too, on Saturday. So so that means, well, we're definitely going to be together if that's the case. Obviously. Yeah, we're going to have to do some 108-ing. 100%. 100%. Maybe go mess with the 108 guys a little bit again, too. Um, but, yeah, so, again, great win for the White Sox today. It was very exciting to see this win. Um, Ivan Nova. Hell of a game. Tomorrow we're looking for our dude, Lucas Giolito, who's been on fire his last few starts. 
that's all I got for today, man. What do you got? Anything else? That's all I've got. Just come out to the tailgate on Thursday. Let's go White Sox. Let's go Sox. Everybody have a great day. Yeah. Let's go Sox. Yeah.